rest of, click on that. Oh, that oh wow, that's a great that color, That gets too. my dick hard. Look at that, look at that look green. Look at that fucking oh, car. Oh, that made my dick hard. That's God oh, damn, that's beautiful. <laughs> oh, my God, that's gorgeous. That is a fucking gorgeous car. 1967. Whew. That's beautiful. The green on that is nice. Oh, my God, that's so Chrome. beautiful. I love where is that this, kind where of is cars. This, where is this one out of the, this place? <sighs> I don't know where they are. I want to say they're in, they might be in Detroit. Oh, I'm not sure. Beautiful. Michigan, yeah. Michigan. They're okay. in Michigan. But like, look at that we were just in fucking Michigan, yeah. car, yeah. man. That's what I like. I like these, when they take an old car, but they put all new underpinnings. And, Everything, yeah. yeah they that, redo, that makes that's me excited. What they call that not even restoring. They It's brand new. That's like, yeah, it's they call them resto mods. Resto mods. That's what my 69 Nova is. Nice. It's like That's beautiful. It's a 69 Nova on the outside, but Steve took the fenders of a 1969 Camaro cuz they're wider and he fused those to the nice, body nice. of the 69. Beautiful. Yes. Beautiful. That's what I like. Beautiful. But anyway, go to Icon uh Thriftmaster. So the reason why I'm saying Icon is is because what Jonathan Ward does, he takes it like many, many, many levels past where a normal person would take it. And he does these incredible cars where it's like incredible engineering. He, I mean, he works on these things for fucking years before any car ever gets made. And yeah. he's designed these thrift masters, and they're fucking drop-dead gorgeous. Like, you yeah, see them. That's beautiful. I've seen a, a bunch Look of them. Look at that one. Look at that. That's a... One that's kind of cool, but he's got ones that are like matte black. Like the, go, yeah, look at that. Oh, look oh, at that cool. silver cool. one. I mean, and but these things drive fantastic. I mean, they're they're really cool. Old. Go to that black one on the far. Ooh, look at that yeah, one. That's cool. Look at that matte black one. I mean, come on, son. That still looks like Sylvester Stone would drive that in a fucking action movie. Yeah, they're gorgeous cars, and they're meticulously done. And Jonathan is just a stickler for design and detail and he just loves things yeah, like they're that all beautiful yeah there's something about those old cars that's they what have. i want an old truck you can get one so i can put my little prop trunk in the back and head to the improv and would you yeah do a guest set <laughs> <laughs> pull up in that do you have a a guest bet a guest uh, yeah, spot no, it's set? funny yeah it's funny you say that i used to make a joke years ago i'd have a little like a, a little miniature trunk that would have like 10 small props. So if I wanted to do a guest set, I could just pop in and just walk in with it. Do you it. ever do that? No, I should because it would be funny, I think. Well, Vegas has a real comedy scene now. I you don't, could I stop would, in I would somewhere. Go, I, would, well, I would probably go to like L, do one of the, right. do like go to the, the improv the old or days something. and the improv yeah. when Bud Friedman tell me to get my shit out of the hallway. The monocle. I always sitting there, yeah. Oh. Do you, um, have you gone to any of those local Vegas clubs? Because Vegas is a yeah, lot Brad of clubs Garrett's now. Yeah, Brad a good friend of mine. He's got a brand new club. It's gorgeous. I mean, like, they spend a shit ton of money is on it. Is it a new one or the one and that's in the MGM? No, it's brand new in the MGM. Just opened last oh, week. Listen, no shit. Yeah. Well, the other one that existed, Don Marrera loves that place. Oh, the, the, the last laugh. one. Yeah. Oh, the last one he the had. The last one he had in, yeah. in the, it was the a MGM. Great, no, it was a great club. But now Brad just been at a whole new... A new uh, MGM. Is it in the same? It's in the same location. Hotel. No, it's in the it's in the better location. It's in the where the so where shops are. It used oh, to be buried down in the yeah, yeah. Now it's up in the top. That was kind of what's cool about it. You had to go downstairs. Yeah, in the basement. I, I agreed. But I, I haven't been to the new one. But I hear it. Uh, Brad, of course, is uh, his sweetheart. He's, He's a great he, guy. He came to my show on my anniversary last a uh, couple weeks ago, and it was it was great. I middled for Brad Garrett in like the fucking early 90s or middle for Brad Garrett like nice. 91 yeah. or 92 before Everybody Loves Raymond yeah. way back in the day 
He's a giant dude. Oh no, he's great. I I had to rip it the same thing. I went on into the audience and I didn't. I said, "Want to be announced or not?" But I said, "Fucking, you can't not announce him. He's six seven or whatever the right. fuck. He's sitting in the thing, a little seat." So I said, "Brad, and he I talks said, like every, this." Yeah, yeah. He's so he's so fucking. Who's he? Nah, he's like could. I should. I can do a Gilbert Goffrey. What are these people? All right, no. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's not. That's not that's bad. bad. Brad Garrett. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so Brad sitting in the audience. So I said, I said, Brad, and then Brad Garrett. Everybody's going crazy. Everybody loves fucking. Well, everybody loves Raymond. They really don't love Brad, but you, everyone still loves you. He's he couldn't have been like nicer, and he hung around like three hours after the show in our little our little part after party. Everybody and, does love Ray Romano. Like yeah. yeah. I do. I love Ray Romano, but everybody loves Brad too. Uh, oh no, Brad's very well beloved. Absolutely. Yeah. So the new place is in the MGM, but which is it? Where like all the shops are? Yeah, is that where it's at? yeah, yeah. It's oh, up in the, in okay. the upper uh, right. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. And wh- what is that? Like three hundred seater, like the other one? Or? I have not been to. Oh, it, this but is I the new one. That's oh, the new that, one. Oh, that looks great. Yeah, it's what's on their site. That's great. That was perfect. Classic comedy club shape. Now let me ask you this: that's Are you allowed thing. to work anywhere you want? Like, can you go to another place and do a guest spot, or do you have I an think exclusive for a guest deal? Spot, I'm okay, you know they have that stupid yeah. law, whatever. Like, was it Your TMZ? What's it called? The, the, the whatever that stands for. The miles. TMZ. TMZ stands for something mile zone. You say, uh, so you can't you can't perform. You probably know this. Like, Ten mile zone. Ten though. mile zone or something. Right. So. I, if I just wanted to walk, I could go over to Brad's and do a little thing, which probably would be the best thing for me to do. So, like, you could do a show in Reno if you yeah, wanted yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. It's just like I couldn't do one, like, uh, yeah, somewhere else in Vegas, probably. I've yeah. never worked Reno. Have you ever worked Reno? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Reno's, Reno's actually a really fun... Uh, Relax. Oh, yeah, just blue-collar, fun, rowdy, drunk crowds yeah. yeah we have really good shows in reno in fact one time we were talking about shooting a like a special or something i thought reno would be a good spot because it's not just, a bad spot it's really it's so different than vegas because vegas is so uptight and reno is like a little more loose i was just locals. watching a video see if you can find this online from 19 i want to say it's like the early 1900s jack johnson defended his heavyweight title i think it was against jim jeffries and it was in Reno. 19, and I was watching this 1890? video. No, 1900s. Early, 19, early 1900s. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. That's when we started comedy. Uh, <laughs> a little bit later. We started a little bit later. But it, feels it was like in 1900s. It was wild because they, they built an arena, an outdoor arena Just in for Reno for this fight. Oh, wow. It was 110 degrees outside. And they had a 45-round fight. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Dude, it's wild. But here's what's wild. Look at all these guys with hats. Yeah. Everybody wore hats. Everybody did. Everyone. Everyone like, had a first hat. First of all, it's all men. If you look around, you don't see any women. It's all men with hats. It's like, so weird. <laughs> how weird is this? This is 1910 in Reno, Nevada. And everyone had a fucking hat. And they, they came in from miles around to watch Jack Johnson fight Jim Jeffries. Jim Jeffries, he went into training camp for six months for this fight because he had taken many years off of fighting and he had ballooned up to over 300 pounds. And he lost a hundred pounds to get down uh, to Brimley fighting weight. Too. No, that's so, John L. Sullivan, you son of a bitch! <laughs> How dare you? It's Wilford Brimley. Um, and so uh, he lost a hundred pounds to get down to weight, wow. and it took him six months to do so. There, that's there, him right there. So that's him, fit and in shape. So he used to be the heavyweight champ, and he was a real stud back in the day. But you know, by this time he was like thirty-seven years old. Is and he, he still not, fighting? 
No, he's he's doing commentary now. He uh, <laughs> he had taken six whole years off of uh, fighting and lost a ton of weight wow. and uh, did he got win? in shape. Did no, he, no, no. Okay. Jack Johnson yeah, yeah, fucked yeah, yeah, him up. Yeah, Jack yeah. Johnson was the man. Back so then. there, my question is. Since you brought that up, look at that. The sea of hats. So my question is, hats. see what, what makes hats? me what, 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 what comes to my brain is when and why do we don't wear what, that hat anymore? Why don't we wear hats anymore? It's a good question because back then, if you had a hat business, you're like, bro, dude, I'm fucking yeah, killing you know what I'm it. Saying. Everyone's just so always going to have you're hats. Like, uh, what's with the hats? Like, when, when did we just go? Oh, we don't have hats anymore. Those hats are the blockbuster yeah, those video are, yeah, headwear. Now, yeah, it's like they just went away. Yeah, it's so bizarre. So, like they probably back then couldn't imagine a world where men didn't wear hats. Yeah. Yeah, they all wore like hats. Jackets and coats and hats. And, and they were saying ties. in the video when I was watching it that um, front row tickets were going for over $100. $100 back a ticket a back then. then. Like, what is... Okay, just Google that. What was $100 in 1910 and 2022 money? I'm going to say... Let's take a guess. I'm going to say... Three thousand dollars, yeah, something like that. Maybe three thousand dollars. That's for a hundred dollar equivalent. Yeah, then? I want to say it's three thousand bucks. What is it, Jamie? Twenty nine twenty five. See, I was gonna say I was gonna good. say twenty nine ninety five, and you I went. Should've. I went with three. You would look smarter. <laughs> 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 but I mean, three thousand bucks. By the way, that was that was a good. Ticket. That was a Not pretty a guess. phenomenal guess. Pretty good guess. <laughs> You're off like four dollars. Yeah. Well, they estimated something at the time the video was made. They said it was like $1,000, but at the time the video was made, where it was, uh, I think it was uh, Jim Jacobs was doing the commentary for the video, and uh, I think that was in the 80s that he was doing that, yeah. so I just put it forward, right. and so it's probably about 3000 That's about, that's a pretty good guess. Fucking inflation, that's right. the problem. Yeah. Nothing's worth Holy anything shit, anymore. no. It's crazy. They, I was reading that they print... The, the amount of money that they print every day because of like COVID and the, the economy's crashing and all that shit, it's um, some staggering amount every second. Like hundreds of thousands of dollars. Oh, that we print every and day? $100 bills are printed every second. <laughs> Not crazy. They're just throwing money. I know. Do you understand the economy, or do you just know how much you get paid? Nice. Here it is. A little bit of the. Economy. I don't know it. I uh, know okay. Bit how much I get paid? I do. I do. I do. Yeah. How much money is printed each day? The Bureau of Engraving and Printing produces thirty-eight million notes uh, a day with a really? face value of approximately five hundred and forty-one million dollars. All right. So my question to you is, how long has this been going on? I don't know. Well, you know what I mean? So it's not yeah. like now. Maybe we've always been overprinting money, I'm, I'm assuming, right? We just all of a sudden just now like we're going to start doing the shit. Isn't so, it funny how important that is and how little most of us know about how it all works? Yeah. I just go, yeah, my paycheck. Yeah. Can right. I pay my bills? Yeah, you know, like you negotiate a, a certain amount, yeah. you get the check, and yeah. you can pay you, your you rent pay, and all that go, jazz. Go, yeah. yeah. I really don't go, holy shit, that, yeah. But uh, if you did sit around and think about it, I've had people explain it to me, explain like finances to me and explain the economy to me. And it's mind boggling. That's why I'm complicated. a comedian. I don't know that stuff. I never seriously. Yeah. I, think I can you, have someone sit right now and explain the economy. Oh, there was a couple guys in your podcast that were explaining that. They're not funny, though. No. <laughs> <laughs> Do you talk to guys who explain the economy? Yeah, you're like, they're a hoot. Well, you should hang out with them. They're they're fun. They're about as funny as coroners. Yeah, yeah. And they they're both equally solemn because they're just yeah. like, oh, this, right, is, yeah. this is over. Yeah, soon. what we do here? Is, yeah, that's my Gene Simmons doing it. <laughs> this is Gene Simmons. That's a good. You don't Gene even Simmons. know how to do Gene Simmons carrot I don't know top. How to do Gene? You're right. I don't. Now that, now that you're doing it right, 
Yeah. I, I can't do it. Well, I, I, was, I suck at imper- I can't do impressions. I can't do very many Any, impressions, but I, I can did, do a few. Like Clinton, I can do, you know, I mean, yeah. everybody can I do Clinton. Clinton. Everybody can. That's easy. Huge. That's all I can do, though. Yeah. Just that word, huge. There's a guy who does Trump, and if you close your eyes, was, you're like fucking crazy. It's amazing. Yeah. Trump's a good one because he's got so many he's, mannerisms. So many, oh, uh, yeah. So, mm, yeah. So many, so many I, I do a bit in the show. Amazing. I do a bit in the show where I go, uh, one thing I liked about when he would do speeches and stuff, he would always announce people in the audience that were out there. It yeah. always gets a, it's always an interesting reaction when people yeah. like it. Not. I said, do you remember him going like, Sally, where's Sally? Sally, great lady, where's Sally at? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he points Jimbo, out to her. Jimbo, yeah, <laughs> great yes. guy. He knows how to wear a crowd. Cup. But yeah, but it's interesting how crowds. Some nights they laugh, some nights they just go. They do that. That they kind of like, are we allowed to laugh at this? Like, no, right. no one knows what to do anymore. Yeah, like, you can laugh. It's okay. It's just, uh, do you pay attention to politics at all, or just for jokes? Uh, mostly just joke. I mean, I, I mean, I try to stay in, t- in 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 tune in a sense. I mean, I watch news and I try to see, to stay on top of it. Yes, yeah, but mostly for for material. I try not to get too crazy into it because no one. It's no not one good cares. for your head. Well, yeah, no one really. You know, when they come to my show, they're not expecting me. To, they want to see a, a walker yeah. with a dildo on it. <laughs> right, it. you got to see them. <laughs> they care, but they just don't care at that moment. Right, right, right. Yeah. They're they're like they, I want to I want to hear you talk about uh, yeah yeah it's. It's a, a fine line. Like people who just do political commentary or d- political comedy, rather, it's like oof. Well, yeah, like you go see a, a yeah. I mean, even oof. like a, like well, although Bill Maher, going back to Bill, I saw the special he did. God damn, that was an hour of it was pretty fucking funny. His, His last, last special? special, yeah, it was pretty funny. I mean, it was a lot of uh, politics talk. It was all politics, yeah, but it was it was well done. And and, and what's his name too? The uh, Black uh, Lewis Black. Lewis Black, yeah, fucking great. Yeah. He, he does. He starts going on in that. About the the uh, the scientist thing when he goes, people, you know, we, we pay these millions of dollars for people to do one thing, then research, and development, or whatever. And I hope yeah. I'm doing it better, Lewis Black. And he says, and they get the thing, and they get the information, and they get it all together, and they gather up, and they give it to us. And then we get it, and we go, eh. I'm not buying it. <laughs> this is their only job. Is to, this is what they do is they get their information and they give it to it. Louis Black's brilliant. I saw yeah. him way before, before literally, in a, at the, in a comedy club in Vegas before he blew up. And I, I'm sitting in the back of the room losing my mind. I'm like, this guy is brilliant. Yeah. And there was like 20 people in there. And then he got he started doing his specials and doing the thing on Comedy Central, Black, Black, uh, John Stewart with the Black, uh, Back in Black with him. And I remember thinking, I, I was that night going, why is this guy not, why is he not Huge. on t- Right. Yeah. Fucking brilliant. Well, he is now. I mean, it's, it's one of those things. Yeah, no, no. He's, he's, there's so many comics like that. You just like, you know. Yeah. There, there's just, which is great again about styles. It's fun mm-hmm. to watch different styles like Jack, or Jack Black, or Jack Black, um, Louis Black, or, you know. Do you ever go to a show? Do you ever like go and sit down and watch a comedy show? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to more than now. When I lived in LA, I always, I'd always go back and sit in the back of the room and watch. Uh, well, when you're doing comics, your show yeah. six nights a week, yeah, it's kind of, I, yeah, I yeah, have it's time funny. for anything. Like, well, that's just it. It's what hard. time does your show start? It starts at eight. Oh, okay. So it's yeah, you're in the middle of everything. Ah, yeah, thank you. Thank tight you. five and then <laughs> Dennis Miller keys you going long. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. It's hard to it do. It is. That's the else. hard thing. And people always say, "Be it shows." I said, "No, I, I yeah." And, and I when I get one night off, you know, it's like one. It's a Sunday. Is there is going to be a you know a show that I can go to? So yeah. 
Do you experience Vegas nightlife? Do you like people that live in Vegas never go to this trip, right? I don't. I don't normally. Unless you want to, uh, you're a silly. I don't person. normally. <laughs> Unless you uh, want to go to um, this show, you know, causes me to drink and smoke more than this show. Yeah, you get nervous. This show, no, I'm having getting a great crazy. time. <laughs> yeah, um, but like my friends that live oh. in Vegas. They, they never go to, to the strip unless they want to go to a restaurant or something. Right, yeah. I mean, it's tough, though. But, I mean, if if there's something like the uh, last comic, I think I went and saw Chris Rock. And, I you know, I I went to the whole nine yards, you know, waited in line, turned in my cell phone, been a baggie and all that. And, and uh, but. Where was that at? It was at the, uh, good good question. And I've known Chris for, he, he, funny, funny fucking guy. That guy sure. is, right? One of the greats. I always used to give him uh, grief because, uh, again, I've been lucky with certain comics that you think would not like me that actually do like me. So Chris was always a big fan. And I said, you know what's great about you? You, you tell every joke twice. So really an hour special is a half hour because he always says, these people are right. People are crazy. And then he'd say, people are fucking crazy. He would, he would say the, the yeah. same line. So I said, really, you only have a half hour if you take uh, them. And he would go, he's like, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, thanks, <laughs> thanks, Scott. <laughs> but uh, no, I, it was a great show. And I remember, I remember watching it, uh, just thinking, he's a, he's a true pro, like r- fucking r- r- the writing and the delivery and just everything. Just like from the, from the beginning to the end, it's like fucking great. Chris yeah, he's, uh, he takes a very different professional approach. You know, he has guys he works with where yeah, yeah, he yeah. pays them to watch his set and then they go over the material afterwards. Yeah, and I've they never talk done about that. I should it's do that. Brilliant. I should do that. It's a smart idea because like he has access to all these brilliant comedian minds and then, you know, they'll say, when you're doing that, here's what I thought. Right. And they'll like, hmm, take into consideration. So you have, it's like you're putting together a show. Sure, sure. Like if you were putting together like a sitcom, you'd have a bunch of writers who'd sit around and spitball. And so he'll do his stuff and then he'll have like a couple of guys will come. He used to do that when he was preparing for like the Oscars. Right. Come to the comedy store and he would bring a couple guys to watch him and then they would go over the material afterwards and try to tighten it up. And it's good to have different ideas. No, it is great. That's probably why it's so, it works so well. It's also because he's putting that much more time into it. Like sometimes it's just a matter of like how much more time are you putting into the material. Because so many comics are like they get their act and then they just they just fuck off for the whole day yeah. and then they look at their notes briefly before they go on stage and then they go up. Like, right. but he's yeah. if you're working sure. on it like that where you have like a group of guys and you're saying, hey, that bit about the pot and the kettle right. and all that jazz yeah, yeah. and write that and what about the bit about the parking ramp and and the, you know you just go right. over the material yeah. and just that much more focus, that much yeah. more time. He's a guy who took. I think Chris took like ten years off of stand-up. I think he took a long. Oh yeah, yeah. He did take a break. He did take a break. He was doing a lot of movies. He was still working. Yeah. Movies and stuff, but he took a long ass time from stand-up. Yeah. He yeah, and I think that's probably just shows you how great he is because he can take that much time off and come right back and be just as sharp. You know? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it took him. a I couple feel like of- that with a week. And I'm not making this up. Like like a week off, mm-hmm. whatever. But like if I get. I have never one time I ever had two weeks off when we went to London was it's always a week but I come back from a week I'm like oh shit like I, I kind of get a little f- right but it comes right back but it's usually like it's always the second show I fuck up I come back and I nail the first one and the second night I'm like you're what? cocky I, I, second or, one you're yeah. cocky but you think you think you already <laughs> did the one that should be fine well the first but, one you're nervous so right, you're like right. and then you settle in and you're like oh, yeah. and then you fuck it up but yeah, yeah. 
the second one you get you get a little but i like writing i like i like i like i like uh, because people say you know when do you put in a new joke i'm like any second you think of it you do it right i don't i don't sit down and i'm not a sit down right guy like, so what do you do? You just like come up with an idea during the day yeah, and then yeah, jot yeah. it down? Or at night, right. But like, yeah. like uh, you know, friends of ours, like Tom Green, uh, he, he, I will call him. He's like, I'm gonna, when you're doing it, or even his Instagram, he's like, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to write some jokes for a couple hours. And I'm like, wow, in my 30, some, I've never sat down with a pad of paper and a thing and said, let's write some jokes. Mm. And just never. I'm just be on a plane and go, ah, you gotta actively keep your mask up while you're eating a drink. Something I would, right. and then I'll, I'll jot, and then that night I'll boom, I'll do it, and then if it works, it works. Doesn't work, doesn't work. You know. Do you refine stuff, or do you feel like? Oh, you're... absolutely, yeah. But but it's always raw, and then it turns into like a, a whole. Then you, I mean, mm-hmm. my crew, because I, I work, but my crew say, "Wow, that that bit's really coming together nicely," but it takes a few times to work it out. Like I still don't sit down and write it out. Like Larry Miller. Mm-hmm. I used to write commas. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Oh, yeah. Dashes and commas. And, yeah. Um, I was in a movie, chairman of the board. I was in a movie with him, and it, um, he gave me some great advice. It's funny. where He's such a funny guy. And I had been filming a couple of days, and he was the main guy in the movies, like the, the bad guy that's taken over the company. And I'm doing the scene with him, and I'm used to working theaters, you know, so I'm, I'm doing everything big, like, you know, like, but when you're in a movie, it's, you know, this, not this, right? So right. I don't know this. I've never been in a fucking movie. <laughs> I think I'm nailing it. So we go to the dailies and the trailer, and they start watching the dailies. And 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 there's one scene where Larry Miller literally just goes like that. Just his eyebrows went up, and he went, hmm. And everybody fucking lost their shit, right? And I sit and look back, and I said, I did all No one, not no one, not only laughed or did any reaction to any of my scenes, but that one fucking scene. So I said, what, what, what why was that? And he said, I'm going to give you some advice. He says, you're used to working theaters. And back then I was doing all these big theaters. And he said, you're in a movie. It's got to be so small, work small. And it was weird. That day after I did that, I started doing little things as opposed to big things. And it was amazing how different he made it. For me, but that first couple of days, I was—I think that they even used any of that footage it was so bad. Was that the first movie you did? Yeah, ever? And ever. I, and a star in it. It's like. And have okay. you ever done any since? I did. I, yeah, I've done some smaller parts. I didn't have a main role. I did. Uh, I was in. I was just was telling people yesterday. I was on a, a Betty White, and I did a, a Dennis the Menace movie, and uh, I was telling the crowd that night. I said, you know, I had the pleasure. But you know, it's funny about comedy too. They, no matter what you say, they all think it's a joke. And even if you say, you know. Um, the night my dad died, I, I came and said, this is a weird night. You know, my, my, my father passed away today, so it was just kind of an emotional night. And everybody laughed. And I remember coming off stage, I was like, I kind of got, was like, what the fuck? Why do they think that's funny, though? Like, they, I think anything you say, or maybe it's just because it's me. Right. They don't, they don't. So I, the other night on stage, I said, you know, Betty White passed away. And everybody was like, oh, and they clapped. And I said, I, Betty and White and I did a film together, Dennis the Menace. And they all, you know, like, didn't believe it kind of thing. I'm like, no, I did, and then I told the story. I was on the I was on the Tonight Show, and Betty White was on the show with me, and and this is maybe eight, six, seven years ago, and she was getting her makeup put on, and I walked in and I said, "Hi, Betty. I don't I don't want to bother you. Um, I just wanted to say hi." And she goes, oh, "Hi," and uh, she says, um, 
are you, are you, I said, I'm on the show with you tonight, I just wanted to say hi, and she goes, oh, what do you, what do you do, and I said, oh, I'm a singer, I'm a rapper, or something, I made something <laughs> up, and she goes, oh, that, I can't wait to see you, right, I said, do you remember working on a movie with me, and she said, oh, I feel so bad, I, I'm sorry, I don't, and I said, oh, well, we did a movie with Dennis the Menace, it was you and Don Rickles, and me, and a whole bunch of people, and she goes, there was a movie about Dennis and Menace. I said, oh yeah. my god! Yeah, you, you, you were in. I were in it. <laughs> but it was really cute because she didn't know not only who I was. Oh. Do you remember filming with me? Um, but you don't have any movies. She must. Have oh done? no, I know. And I, that's why I said, okay, well, have you know? So, but it was, no, it's sweet. But she didn't know there was a movie <laughs> Dennis and Menace. That's that's kind of funny. Mm. Now Rickles is better. This is great. So oh, you met Rickles. Oh wait, no, I wasn't yeah, in the movie with him. That's so, right. So there's two Rickles things, real quickly. So I'm doing the I'm doing the Dennis and Menace, and there's a scene where I. I don't know. I'm, I'm dressed like an Indian. I was. I was all these. It was um, Bill Murray's brother, uh, Brian Doyle Murray, and me. And I'm doing like this. Uh, I'm, I mean, every scene, I'm a different character. I was. A, I was like a, a, a Indian. I was. I was an old guy, and all these makeup things. So most of the time, I'd spend in the makeup trailer. So. It's a scene where I'm an Indian guy, like you know, we got the we got the we got to figure out because we're trying to you know trick this Don Rickles that I'm you know whatever had this root that we're trying to sell, and so anyway we get they I did the scene cut and I did the, something didn't work the machine or something I was supposed to hold up didn't work so I said, fuck that was a great scene too I was like, fuck that was a great take, and Rickles comes over to me and says, come here a second I said what and he walked <laughs> seriously he walked me out and he said. Don't ever curse on a movie set. And I said, I'm sorry. And he says, you're, you're, I love you, and you're a, you're a good kid. Just never curse on a, on a, on a And I said, that's great advice. I'm, I just, I, it slipped me. Cut so to we, next we, scene. We cut to the, he's, we go to, no, it's literally, no. We, <laughs> we go to the thing, and we next scene, and he's, he's ad-libbing with the entire crew. But he's saying, oh, we got the Mexican here. Yeah, the hubcaps are gone on the, on the car. There's the black guy. Hold your wallet. He was doing all this, like, racial, bad, like, worse than me saying fuck. Right. In front of, and I remember thinking, this is amazing. Like, I, I got in trouble for saying fuck. But oh, so he was serious. He was yeah, I thought he was going to no. do the next oh, scene no, and start no, swearing no, like no, crazy. No, 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 he never. No, and then I saw him years wow. ago, right before he died. Literally, uh, which is going to be weird again. There's like that. What do you call that? Kevin Bacon separation thing. Yeah, I'm in uh, some restaurant in L.A. The well, all the to dos are there. I mean, literally, it's like guy from Motley Crue's there. Nikki Six, Larry King, uh, Mrs. Brady. Like, is the weirdest people in there, right? I'm having dinner. And my agent says to me, I've been dinner with him, and he says, you should go say hi to Don Rickles. And I said, fuck, where's Don? He says, right over there. And I said, it was like 10 people. Oh, God damn it. I'm, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm kind of, a, believe it or not, in person, I'm kind of a shy. I don't want to walk in front of fucking 10 people. And, you know, everyone's approaching him all night probably. So I said, Don, I, hey, Don, Caretop. And he looks at me. He says, he goes, really? And I said, yeah. He says, like, I didn't see you coming from whatever, from Van Nuys. And I said, yeah, I, did, I don't want to bother you. He goes, well, that's too late. You've already bothered me. Now what? And I said, I just wanted to just say, do you remember working in the movie with me? And he says, I've tried to forget everything we've ever done together. <laughs> Seriously, like, 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 not even missing a beat. <laughs> 
I've tried to forget everything we've ever done together. Now this, and I go, I'm sorry. Have a good night. Well, it's too late now. You've already ruined my dinner, my appetite. Did you... Everyone say hi to Carrot Top, and they'll go hi. And he's like, no. And I tried to buy their, his dinner, but they, they, the other guy said, no, no. I insist you can't. But did you ever see the video of uh, him and Frank Sinatra on oh, Johnny the, oh, Carson the when he said the what he was about... talking about the dinner? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Said, Can I come over and yeah, say see hi? if you can find that. Like, <laughs> oh, it's brilliant. It's, 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 it's classic. It's classic. Classic. Don Rickles. Where uh, Sinatra, <laughs> he, he was eating dinner, and Don Rickles came over, and he well, let's see it's if we can great. find yeah, the video because it. it's very funny. It's oh, Frank Sinatra. Oh, Give us some volume. When you're in a romantic mood, and you're trying to make out, whose records do you put on? That's funny. What kind of uh, music do you put on? Look at the way he dressed back then. Jesus Christ. Look at that outfit. I spent a lot of nice evenings listening to your music, and I just wonder. I said, wonder who Frank <laughs> listens to. <laughs> Oh, I play Jerry Fail or some of those. Interesting concept. Yes, it is. But but you know. uh, I can answer that by telling you that uh, in those lovely moments, uh, I play uh, Daphnis and Chloe, or the uh, Sunken Cathedral, the Engulfed Cathedral, all that kind of classy jazz. High class I don't stuff, fool huh? around with all that other stuff, <laughs> because. Uh, hey, look! I know you're going to do another number with the band because I know you got a recording session tonight, and uh, really, on behalf. <laughs> Just the way he would look at him. Look how funny he is. Look at him. Yeah, he's just right. (laughs) (laughs) Genius, right? Oh, well, all all genius, right? Yeah, all of them. Yeah, timing. It's timing. Just even look at his face. Look at him. Look at him. Why don't you guys get with the band? (laughs) Why don't you guys get with the band? Hey, Frank, it's good to see you. Uh, I, I, I just, I just was <laughs> hanging around in the hall, and I, they said Frank Sinatra's here. And I've never met him, you know. <laughs> and I get the chill. You'll excuse us, won't you? Certainly, certainly. <laughs> Marco Mangananzo was hurt. Marco Mangananzo. Fambino Bombazzo. Two bullets in the head Thursday. <laughs> It was like an inside yeah, joke that yeah, Frank yeah, Sinatra yeah, 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 was connected yeah, yeah. to the mob. Not so inside either. Right, yeah, Everybody yeah, knew yeah. it. Right. Jesus, Johnny, you're, you're from the Midwest. You're busy going. Look at their boots. Is the truck loaded? <laughs> the truck loaded? <laughs> Look at their boots. Guido says hi. He hasn't had a chance to talk to you. And from Jersey City, your good friend, Bubani Umbazzo. <laughs> What's he his alias? His car. What's his alias? <laughs> he started his car with your album on, and now he's a highway. <laughs> But I tell you, I'm a Jew and you're an Italian, and here we have what? (laughs) (laughs) And this is a great Irishman. This is America. Yes. Look how these microphones, right? Yeah. You see it hanging into the frame. Uh, For 14 years, Johnny Carson kept saying, "Do you really know Frank?" (laughs) And I want you to know, Frank, I worship you and I love you. I really mean this because since I'm a kid, I used to blow in girls' ears and hear you go. La da da dee, do it my way. I need a girl so bad. <laughs> I love my wife, but she's ill. <laughs> I love my married, wife, Frank. but she's ill. I just can't ill. picture him on the wedding night standing in the different room. Different world back then. Right? Yeah, the microphone. <laughs> and I suppose it's my way. And Barbara, Barbara, his wife is going, Frank, when you get a minute. <laughs> God bless you. He just got married. Hey, all the good things. 
This is the most exciting night in the years that I've known Johnny Carson, and he started me on this show. This is the most exciting night, and I, 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 so help me. It's a great night. He was even nervous, because he came to me and said, And I said, You are a powerhouse, and Frank, I love you. Just right on the lips. Again, Jesus Christ. Did I get off me? Did I? 1976. Here it is. Here's a story. You may have known or heard about this. It was a true story. This is a long time ago, long before <laughs> Don got married. I was eating dinner in a restaurant in New York, and uh, uh, I was sitting with, with some friends, and he came over to the table, and he said, Frank, do me a favor, will you? He said, I'm sitting with a very pretty girl, and uh, I'm trying to make out, you know? And he said, I told her I know you, and she really doesn't believe me. Would you stop by the table? I said, all right. I was just about finished. I was down to the espresso. And I finally he went back, and I walked by the table, and I said, "How are you, Don? Nice to see you." He said, "Can't you see I'm eating, Frank?" <laughs> <laughs> and I, went, I went for the whole thing. with my mouth open. How great is that? It's pretty great, but the YouTube fucks it up with those it, big screens yeah, in the yeah, bottom. Yeah. Like you but can watch this, or you can watch that, or yeah. Do you know the Billy yeah. Crystal one? Which one? It's pretty great. Another one with Don Rickles? No. So Billy Crystal, and I'm going to mess this up. Uh, Billy Crystal, by the way, I I was kind of, I, I didn't grow up with Billy Crystal, and I didn't really, and I went and saw him in Broadway when he did that 48 Sundays or 52 Sundays with his father, or whatever it's called, 54 Sundays. Or it's, 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 if you've never. What was it? Well, it was a one on Broadway, but it was it was the most remarkable thing I've ever sat through in my life. I mean, you laugh, you cry, and then you're laughing again, and then you're crying really hard, and then you're la- and um, he couldn't have been nicer and, and, and took a picture of me after and on the set. And anyway, big, huge Billy Crystal fan. So anyway, I go back and I watch one of his, uh, his very similar to that. So he said he was uh, Red Fox was going to play in Las Vegas. And so he flew from L.A. to Vegas just to see Red Fox. It's like at midnight at the, you know, whatever, Stardust or whatever hotel was at the time. And, I, and of course, he'd tell, he'd tell the story better. But he says, uh, so I get on the plane. I go there. I look and I say, oh, shit, it's at midnight. So I, I have to, I, I'm not going to, I got to set my alarm and take a nap. So he sets his alarm for like 1130, gets up, goes down, gets dressed, goes down to the club, walks into the comedy club where Red Fox was going to play. And there's like four people. And so... Billy's looking around. He's like, wow, this is going to be weird. And they said, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Red Fox. And they play the right the music from the thing. And he walks up and grabs the mic and he goes, fuck this shit. And they play dun, 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 dun. <laughs> They walk him off. And he's like, I no flew crowd? all the way. Yeah, it's great. Billy, Billy, of course, does it way better. But how great is that? He walked, fuck this shit, and threw the mic down. And he's like, well, I flew all the way here and couldn't happen. Yeah. I get it from Red Fox's way. perspective, but fuck. Wasn't it a Can you imagine way? having the opportunity to see Red Fox live? Mm. I think that's why Billy or he did that. Yeah, and he's no like, one's I there. gotta go watch I gotta go watch this. That's you know? the days before social media. You couldn't get anybody to come see right, a yes, show. Right. <laughs> like they didn't know they were gonna go see a legend. Right. You know? But yeah. Funny. Red Fox had a comedy club in L.A. apparently at one yeah, point in time. Yeah, Richard Pryor used to play there, and there's some cassettes that I bought at a truck stop one Dude, day. I love Richard Pryor too, and, and, and Red Fox. They, yeah. It was uh, there was shows that were recorded at Red Fox's comedy club, and you can get them. They're on YouTube, I believe. Um, oh, some wow. of them are at least, and these recordings 
they're really interesting because it's not it's not like the most produced recordings right, right. you hear glasses clink and you hear ice cubes right. and stuff and and richard pryor is fucking around Isn't and that he's, great oh it's amazing it's amazing he's he's uh he's riffing and ad-libbing on stage and you know just one of the funniest guys i think we ever had i mean honestly oh yeah groundbreaking right I yeah mean, he's uh certainly an argument as the goat i mean it's hard to say like who's the greatest know, because that, that is, you have to always go back to like lenny bruce started it if it wasn't for Lenny Bruce, right. who knows where the art form of stand-up comedy would be today. He it's broke just, all the rules, yep. He was the first right. that does comedy the way we do comedy. Right. Like, we just talk about things and say say what's on your mind, talk about social right, issues. Right. And But Richard Pryor was the first to talk, like, personally about himself and make it vulnerable and really funny and really right. honest. And There's and, a scene out of the—true— there's a scene out of, and I, I, I've been saying this for probably like two weeks now when I flew last. My iPad, I'm the worst at technology. I'm an old fuck. I don't know how to, I don't know how to download shit. I don't know how to, like, I get on a plane. Yeah, I don't know how to get on their thing to watch movies. So I have two movies on my, on my iPad that I watched a thousand. Well, one is a Queen documentary that I watch. And then there's one, um, Richard Pryor, uh, but it's an old movie, uh, uh, California Suite. And there's a scene you should watch with Eddie Murphy and Bill Cosby that from the beginning to the end, it's like five. It's Eddie four, Murphy and Bill Cosby? No, no. Sorry. Bill Cosby and Richard Pryor. Oh, okay. And the scene is fucking great. They, they, they get they, their car breaks down. They got their wives with him. And he, it's from the beginning to the end, he's like, uh, Did, he slams the hood. And he says, didn't the man just say don't slam the hood? Not a bad Cosby. It's not good. <laughs> <laughs> it's right Did up there the with Eugene just Simmons. And he says, he says, it's, if you can find it's, it, I'm telling you, it's like, it's, it's just, it's, it's brilliant. Not only just the writing of it. Timing. It's, it's timing and how they fucking and I think the yeah. movie did okay, but I mean you go back and you're watching, it's like God damn it's funny. But now the keys in the car. Who put the, who locked the keys in the car? I know I didn't lock the put the keys in the car. The guy said to him, now the keys are in the car. Well, how are we gonna get the keys? And it just goes and then all of a sudden you're driving, there's a big hole in the thing is I'm not paying for the fucking it's just it's it's great for the you think you could find that one? California Suite, Richard Pryor, Bill uh, Cosby. How long is it? Not long. Why you run out of time? You got dinner, no. you got dinner plans? No. Just... <laughs> I don't know if this is the right No, scene. that's not the right one. Yeah. Okay. It's on the highway. Put the highway. But this is the movie. Wow. Yeah, the what high, year was that? Uh, 78. 78. Yeah. Uh, highway one. Although every scene they do together is great, but the the highway one for some reason makes me laugh because it's just it just it just it just starts right from the beginning where it's not too long. It's like two minutes. Oh, five long. It's like two minutes long. It's not long. Five. But it's a great I don't know, you look back and you think, God damn it, they were how funny. They were. Well, you also have to think if it's 1978, right? Like, how long have they been doing comedy movies? Like, what was the first comedy movie? Was it like. Oh, you mean for them? For anybody. That's a great question. What was because it? Because well, I mean, they've been comedy. Comedy movies, they, they really. I mean, was it Laurel and Hardy? Was it the yeah, Marx Brothers? Yeah. What okay. year do you think the Marx Brothers were? 
I I have all the Marx Brothers tapes. I love the Marx Brothers. Yeah, that's what thirties. Yeah, thirties. Duck Soup is thirty three. Thirties. So dang. That is only like forty five years after the yeah, kind yeah. of the earliest. Yeah, the slapstick with the, with the with the but but yeah. Buster Keaton, I yeah, guess, Buster was Keaton. probably yeah. earlier than that, right? Yeah. Buster Keaton was wild because he did all his own stunts. Michael, he was Batman, right? That's Michael. No, Keaton. that's Michael, Michael Keaton. Keaton. Yeah. Son of a bitch. Buster Keaton. I have a Michael Keaton story when I hear it. It's great. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's just great about this. Honestly, so this is not a joke. So I go to a U2 concert in Vegas, right? And this, everyone, everyone, it's a stadium, right? They put this, all these celebrities in this little fucking pit. So everyone's screaming. And it was like Sigourney. We, all these people, it's weird. It's like 20 years ago. Everyone's like, yeah, top, right? And I'm, I'm saying hi to everybody. And I look next to me and it's... Uh, Michael Keaton, and he's he's not only baffled, but he just doesn't understand who I am, what the fuck, because you know everyone in Vegas is no idea. So I'm I'm a risk taker, right? We're a young comic, and he looks over at me and he says, "Who the fuck are you?" And I grabbed his shirt and I said, "I'm Batman." Ah. And he no, he was not happy. And the guy from uh, REM, Michael Stipe, Michael <laughs> Stipe. Fucking lost his shit. He's like, God damn it, dude. That was fucking great. So you saw that? I said, I don't think he was happy. Fuck him, man. <laughs> but I, grabbed, I, did, I went, I'm Batman. <laughs> well, he set me up perfectly. Who right. are you? Oh, here we go. All right, this is a funny okay. scene. I think you're going to just watch the, the beats. 1978. Oh, this is such a great scene. Well, that's just fine. Unless you're making a pot of tea, I think we're in big trouble. I didn't build a car. I just. I actually it. don't think we can play this whole thing. Okay. Because okay, of. We're just waiting to slam the hood. I looked at the gauge more than I looked at the road. I ran off the road. I did not run off the gauge. So if you looked at the gauge, it wouldn't have overheated. I mean, looking at the gauge real good stops it from overheating? No, but you've got to speak up. You've got to say, hey, the gauge says we're overheating. This is not the kind of news that you keep to yourself. No, I hate rental cars. Why don't we just leave it here? At least get to the hood part. See, I told you, all we need to do is give it a chance. I hate rental cars. Yeah, like... Did God the man just say he didn't slam the hood? What's the matter with the doors? Didn't the man say not to slam the hood down? Didn't the man say the doors sometimes lock when you slam the hood down? Did the man say I would burn my hand? The car's got the keys. Why didn't you take the keys? I only went from my seat to the hood. I thought it would be safe. You on this side, stand over there. What fool closed the window? That fool closed the windows. Even with my eyes on the gauge, I saw that fool close the windows. <laughs> the air conditioning doesn't work with open windows. <laughs> well, now the car doesn't work with closed windows, does it, fool? Smile, everybody. We're in Los Angeles. <laughs> different time. I'm not paying now, for I wonder, I want you a different keep... time. I wonder, I wonder, too, like you said, that, like, uh... That's with, 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 with movies and comedy and all that, you have to really... They, 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 it's like they were best friends. Yeah, like they were. They just. They, they wasn't even like it was ad libbing. Was was perfect. It was just, well. It's a different time into in about like what's funny and what's not too. Like things were funny. People were more innocent then than they were now. Well, remember Eddie Murphy's uh, special when he said about uh, Bill Cosby calling it. Remember and yes. saying, "Yeah, right." Yeah. Well, he's working with the original potty mouth guy. Well, yeah. So, I mean, he's the guy he called. That's who no, right, Eddie right. Murphy called. Right, no, was, right. No, he called him. He said, "Did you tell Bill Cosby? Yeah, you tell Did Bill. You tell Bill Cosby. Have a coke in his mouth. Shut the fuck up." up. Yeah. Well, it's funny because like that's similar to like Don Rickles telling you not to swear. 
Yeah, yeah, it was really weird. Well, people like they. Bill Cosby was a stickler for that too. They people thought that there was like rules that everyone had to observe mm. because at one point in time, if you had to work, you really did have to observe right. those rules. Like you couldn't swear, you know. And when Don Rickles is telling you this, I mean, he's talking about like life in the sixties, right. in the fifties, you know. And I think he really didn't curse. And I think, yeah, I thought you really yeah. were thinking the story was going to go where he where he went on an f bomb rage after, but no, he was serious. And then I then he it's, went on to this whole different thing that was so inappropriate. It well, like, it's so weird that like back then, like words, like swear words, were so meaningful that had so much impact. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, today it's it's just a commonplace thing for someone yeah. to say fuck, and right. most shows right. have swear words yeah. in them. Yeah, you know. Especially nowadays, right? Sure. Even even network television well, is kind of like yeah, because well, because of cable and because of the internet and Netflix and all that jazz. But back then, if you wanted to work on television, you had to be fucking clean. clean. Like, do you remember in the eighties, like people would tell you, "Hey, you got to work clean." You, yeah, cruise you know, ship clean, that kind of stuff. Fuck yeah. up your act. State fairs, fuck up I your used career. To do state fairs. Yeah, you had to clean. And I used to do an hour shows in front of state fairs with like kids of all ages. Yeah. It was a comedy club back in way back in the south when I worked. The, the guy I thought that was pretty funny. The the owner said, or cl- the club owner said to me, uh, "I did the first night, and the next night I came in to set up." And he says, um, "You maybe you've heard this term." But he says, uh, "Could you maybe pull the fucks a bit?" And I said, "What do you mean? What? Pull them like like just, like say, uh, but not say fuck, but don't." It's, I'm not making. I said, "What do you mean?" Like he's like, just like pull him a little bit, like just saying, "Fuck," just kind of. The like, owner's telling you yeah. this. And I remember thinking, "How do you pull your fuck?" I guess it's uh, get jo- the fuck out some of here. jokes. Like that? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but some jokes you need. That's the whole joke. Oh, yeah. where you say fuck, right? You got to say fuck. Right. But it's not funny. Right. Yeah. Not every joke needs a fuck, but there's some you got to say some fuck. Yeah. Like you lock your keys in the car. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. You can't say, what? Didn't the man say not yeah. to slam the hood? Yeah. No, you, you got to say the word you mean. Yeah. Well, this is Scott. That yeah, was a good time, man. I'm glad we got to meet. Thank you. Glad we Likewise. got to hang out. Yeah, thanks for listening to all my stuff. It was a lot of fun. Shit. Yeah, it was, was a lot of fun. Yeah, good. It we was. went through five bottles of biz. <laughs> we had a good time. A couple cigars, half a joint. Um, if people want to see you in Vegas, what's the best way they can buy tickets? Uh, yeah, you probably uh, Luxor, I think, the Luxor, or CarrotTop.com. Uh, okay, so you can buy t- tickets. I think for you the... can buy. I think you can. I've never. I, I. I don't know. I think so. But yeah, Luxor uh, every night. Um, every night except Sunday. Every episode. Oh, there we go. Hey, every look night at you, Sunday. fella. Look at that. Well, your your hair changes color sometimes. Like it does. I, I, it, well, that's just yeah. yeah I put some green and some purple and pink in there for the carrottop.com. Yeah, buy Vegas tickets. There you go. So six nights a week, most weeks. You yeah, take we take off a little bit here and there, but we're there. We're off. there for for, uh, for most of the. Uh, and if year. someone wants to see you when you're on the road, all that schedules up. Yeah, on yeah, we'll be on there as well. Yeah, we're going to okay. be in uh, a whole bunch of places and coming up. Okay, so carrottop.com and then Instagram. Are you on Twitter yeah. too? Yep, Twitter, Twitter, carrottop, carrottop. I think they're all carrottop. All right, I think. Well, thanks, brother. I Thank appreciate you, buddy. it. Man. Yeah, it was very, man, very good to pleasure. meet you. What it was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, it was. All right, bye, everybody. Sure.